0: And welcome to episode 279 of the VegGrow Podcast. My name's Richard, and I love to grow food in my aluminum garden. Today is the 8th of April 2020, and today I'm going to be talking about peas. But firstly, what have I been up to today? Well, to be honest, I have really struggled to find motivation today. I think this lockdown has finally hit a wall for me today. I must have spent about two hours just trying to sweep the paths or... Sweep and look. Sweep and look was the sort of thing. But it was going to happen. And I think it's important to acknowledge that it will happen. However, later on in the day, I did muster the motivation and tackle a few jobs. One of these tasks was to remove the legs from my old raised planter. Now, this has been in my patio area for quite a while. And over the winter, the bottom had rotted away and it was no good to use as a raised planter. So today I removed the legs and then I gave it a lick of wood preservative paint so that I can reuse it as either a cold frame or planter in the garden. While I had my paintbrush out, I decided to paint my spare quail cage. Now I wanted to get this quail cage ready so that I can move some of my quails into this in the, at a later date. After that, I then sowed some Sichuan pepper seeds on the hope that I can grow some Sichuan peppers and therefore have my own supply of peppercorns. Now, these seeds have been in the fridge for the last month because I've read that's what we need to do in order to germinate. So with any luck, these seeds will germinate and grow into the shrubs that produce peppercorns for me, which is what I really, really want. Well, that's what I've been up to today. But what have you been up to in your own garden of allotment? Please let me know. Now, today I thought I would talk about peas. I haven't talked much about growing actual plants lately, so I should do more of that, shouldn't I? Now, homegrown peas, freshly picked, are probably one of the most Moorish edibles there is. There is a reason that peas are considered by many a staple in the kitchen. I absolutely love peas and always try to grow a lot of them. Now they come in different forms from the traditional green pea, mangetour, pea pods or even peas for drying and making mushy peas from. And they don't just come in green, they can come in purple or yellow, quite a wide range of variety, not just the green pea that we often associate with a pea. Now peas have a very long history. Not quite sure where they originated from because when I looked into this, one source said the Mediterranean Basin, and the other said Middle Asia. We don't know quite where, but the debate is going to be ongoing. Originally they were probably grown for a dried pea, which also made the pea transportable, which is why you can pretty much now find a pea growing all over the world they do struggle in the tropical areas though which tells you in very very hot weather they might struggle how do we go about growing peas well actually it's very easy now peas can be sown straight in the ground where they are to grow between sort of spring and midsummer. simply just make a seed drill a little dip in the ground about 30 centimeters deep and sprinkle some seeds into this drill ideally you want about 10 centimeters between each pea but I do find that scattering seeds does work well. Cover those seeds and water them and then wait for germination. Now the trouble I have with this method is that it's possible for the pea to be eaten by mice or birds. So instead I like to sow my seeds in trays in my potting shed. This year I've done something slightly different. I've sown some peas in a length of gutter. The hope is that when it comes to planting out, I can just slide the peas in the compost that they're growing in straight out of the gutter and into the ground. Fingers crossed that work. Now peas do like a sunny, well-drained spot with plenty of organic matter to improve the soil. Once the peas germinate, they will climb and they will produce these tiny little tendrils which help them climb. These tendrils tend to wrap themselves around some small twigs or similar, so it's very important to place twigs pea sticks or even netting for the peas to climb up. Down on my allotment I have an old set of springs from a sofa which I have found makes a great pea frame for the peas to climb up. Peas really do need something to climb up otherwise they won't produce pea pods. Something to do with the climbing in their genetic makeups tells them to produce pea pods. Now, I do find peas need a lot of water, especially when they're very young. So we always need to make sure we water them regularly. Peas should start producing in about three months after sowing. And they will produce pods with the peas inside, which we want to harvest. We can tell when they're ready to harvest by just sort of gently feeling the pea pod. And when we can feel the peas are swollen inside, it's time to harvest. And it's always best to start harvesting from the bottom because the lower pods are usually the older pods. Now, I tend to just go over each pod and when they're ready, pick them and then keep checking them. While than trying to get them all at the same time, I just pick them when they are ready. Generally speaking, you will have about five or seven peas in each pod, depending on the variety. But the real challenge is actually how to get the peas home without eating them, because they're just so, so sweet. Munched raw peas, we want to harvest those peas just as they start to develop in the pod because with those we pick the whole pod and we eat the whole pod. Very good in Chinese recipes I find actually. We also don't want the peas to be left on the plant for too long because they can lose their sweetness after a while and they can also dry out. So check peas regularly is what we have to do. However, if you are looking to save some seeds for next year, you might want to leave some to dry out. But I would recommend actually keeping some plants aside for drying out for seed saving for that very reason. And the thing is with peas, like many of these plants, the more you pick, the more they will produce because they're trying to produce their offspring. So if we're picking them, the plant thinks it's not producing its offspring and therefore will go in and produce more. Now, I don't actually get many problems with peas, but I do hear a lot of people get problems with pea moth, which may lay eggs on the plants, and therefore the pea pods become infested with maggots. Now, this can be avoided by sowing early or late in the season. Other than that, you might want to cover it with some EnviroMesh or something, but generally speaking, I don't have much problem with it. Now, varieties that I quite like, Calvindon Wonder, Sutton, and Meteor. And that's for your standard green pea, the English pea. I also like a variety called Purple podded, which gives me some really nice purple orange tuor peas. And I also like to grow a variety called marrow for mushy peas. So that's how to grow peas. What about a few facts? Well, the oldest pea was found in Thailand and is believed to be about 3,000 years old. The Romans grew over 37 varieties of peas. 7,175 peas were eaten by a lady from Sussex in one sitting and this is the current world record. Clarence Birdseye first froze peas in 1920 and in 1969 Birdseye produced the first colour TV advert. The UK is the largest producer of peas for freezing with over 35,000 hectares dedicated to growing peas. So that's it for today. If you have enjoyed this please let me know. If you have anything to add please let me know. You can email me richard at veggrowerpodcast.co.uk. Visit the website and leave a comment at VegGrowPodcast.co.uk, or you can find me on social media. But for today please take care and I'll speak to you again next time.